Welcome to the Divorced and Happy Podcast, where we discuss all things act two. I'm your host, Sadie Marie. I live in Minnesota. Yes, it snows here a lot. And not only in the wintertime, we get a lot of grief for our cold weather. But I will tell you this, there is nothing more stunning than a sunrise after a heavy snowfall. How the rays of light bounce off the white powder and there's not a footprint in sight for miles. It's a perfect clean slate when everything is new and stunningly gorgeous. Just like a fresh start. We always associate fresh starts with this time of year, the new year like we should, but rarely do we discuss the fresh start experience after a divorce. How they feel, what we learn about ourselves, the adventures they bring, the healing they bring, the levity they bring. My fresh start was a time I fell in love with myself in a way I had never experienced. I just really enjoyed hanging out with me. Simple things like staring out the window while eating an orange were just so satisfying. I also really enjoyed dating because the stakes were so low and I could just practice a new way and I needed to. I also had a lot of humbling experiences during my fresh start and some seriously awesome ones too. I wouldn't change any of it. I loved my fresh start. It changed me. So for this pilot episode of Divorced and Happy, January 2021, a year we have all been waiting for, I had to connect with others about their fresh start stories. And I had such incredible conversations with old and new friends who come from various cities across the country. Some were married for 20 plus years, others less than a year. I asked them all the same questions about their fresh starts after their divorces. And each had his or her own individual answers. But as you will hear, there were collective themes. Fresh starts after a divorce can feel terrifying, downright scary, but also so rejuvenating. They lead us to professional discoveries, like a career change. They encourage us to try new things and also be okay with what comes our way. For my guests, Stephanie and Susan, their fresh starts did just that. There are so many feelings you can attach to a fresh start, I think, Stephanie. So what would be some or one feeling that your fresh start gave you? One of the the biggest feelings I think about in my fresh start is fear. Um, I was terrified a lot right at the beginning of... of um, being on my own, uh, of, of what it meant to be a single parent, um, of having, to, being alone. I really did not like being alone. And I had to kind of shift that, that feeling, uh, that fear, um, into a place of, um, nope, we've got this, we can, we can push through this. And, and really a lot of that, feeling of fear was so internal and personal and I needed to reach out to others to have that connection to others in order to get through that. So I think about not staying in that fear um, 
I would, you know, I don't, I, I can't tell you exactly how long that lasted, but I know it was at least a year where I was, I was very afraid. And those connections to other people, rather than shutting down and living in that feeling of fear, um, I, I reached out particularly to female friends and I, they were such a rock for me, the people around me. And I can't tell you how many times um, I would, I reached out to female friends to just kind of say, Hey, I'm, I'm, I need a walk or I'm struggling with this today and how generous people were with encouragement. And, and that's really what got me through that time of that of the fear I was feeling and all of the anxiety that goes along with that. Um, and I, I don't want to look back on that time and, and have that be the emotion that I think about, but it re- it was real. Like that fear was very real to me. And without that connection to others and, and the support from my family and really strong female friends and some male friends as well, um, I wouldn't have made it through that. I, so appreciate having that connection in order to have that to not get stuck in that emotion of fear. The word that comes to mind with my fresh start is bravery or brave, and and I did use that word as kind of my grounding word for that first year um, to to be intentional about making decisions that felt brave by going on that date or by um, applying for that job or um, you know, running that, that race. So thinking about that bravery, reaching out to people um, and, and trying to think of ways that I could be brave um, in my own way um, and to, to discover what that, what that taught me, what, what I learned from that, what it brought my life. Um, and I think about um, how, it's really easy as you're um, exiting from a marriage and, and, you know, you're thinking about all of the hard times to, to kind of dwell on that, but to really look forward and have the bravery to just think about what, what do I, who do I want to be and have the, the, um, the courage to step into that and, and be who that next 2.0 phase of, of who we want to be, to have that space to make that change. Did you go on any trips? Did you, you know, have any kind of unique adventure that you decide, oh, hey, this is my fresh start year. I'm going to try this. I'm going to do something I haven't done before. So the first lovely man that I went out with and and really had a good connection with um, moved not long after we kind of made that connection and uh, he invited me to come down. He was living in Florida on an Island, which was fantastic. Oh, just on an Island. Um, It wasn't called fantasy Island. Was it Stephanie? No. (laughs) (laughs) My friends were making fun of me because it's like, wait, that guy that you've been dating now moved to an Island in Florida. Really? That's hard. I'm sure they felt really sorry for you. <laughs> you know, for a while I was entertainment for a lot of my friends with you know my dating life and the you know give me an update on where right. things are and this right. was part of it. Right. I mean, right. he invited me to come down and um, I thought, what the heck? I mean, you know, I I am not going to get to go to an island very often. He's getting grounded there. We can you know explore a little together, and it was so good. It was you know a getaway. I took a little bit of time off work, did a long weekend, and it felt again feeling brave. Yes, you know, t- taking this trip to you know I don't know where things are going with this guy, and he lovely, just had such a good weekend together sure, and hiked sure. and 
got in the ocean and did a little boogie boarding and just had a blast. And it, it felt so brave to get on a plane and like, I don't know where this is going. I don't right. know what's going to happen with this. But and during your, during that it, plane ride, we're like, am I really doing this? This is really happening. I'm doing this. Yeah. This is so Yeah, that's fantastic. That's so great. Well, islands and, and lovely men and, and water will do that. They just make you feel good. So I'm happy for your adventure. Sure Absolutely. More of those to come. Right, Stephanie? Yes. So what would you say, Susan, what would be a word that describes your fresh start experience? Well, to, uh, to put it in one word, and don't expect something exciting here, my word is okay. Okay. Because I love it. When, okay. So when I started out and I had these two boys and I had to find housing and everything else, jobs, everything, I would stay in bed and I, the morning I'd wake up, it was a new day, and I would say to myself, you're okay. It's okay. You're going to be okay. It's an okay. You're okay. And I would repeat that. It's a great mantra. mantra. Yeah. Because you can I believe that. You can believe that mantra. Yeah. It's okay. I'm yeah, okay. It is. Yeah, I didn't say I'm great. Ooh, super, I can't wait for this day. It was, I'm okay. And I only had that day to worry about. I worried about the day I was in. I didn't look too far forward. I certainly didn't look backwards. And it was okay. And you believe it then. You get up and you believe that. You're going to be okay that day. And guess what? You move to the next day and you're going to be okay again. And so I think having a little mantra yes. is a nice way to start off your new start. It can be anything, whatever speaks to you and gets you to get through that day, you, you give yourself that word and you repeat it until you believe it. And that saying that out loud, it's okay. I'm okay. It's very calming. It's very soothing. And I think that's Mm -hmm. also really important to be really soothing towards yourself, gentle with yourself. So I love how your mantra did that for you. Yeah. Yeah. Kindness to yourself. It's huge. (laughs) It's huge at that time. Now, what would be something that you you have such an encouraging energy about you, which is something I've always admired Mm -hmm. about you, Susan. So what would be an encouragement that you could impart onto someone who's just entering his or her fresh start to think about or consider or to do for him or herself? Uh Ah, so what, who, whoever's out there listening, and if it seems just insurmountable, here's my best guess, my best it, how to help you through is to say, first of all, we already said, be kind to yourself. But secondly, take it all in small steps. Give yourself a tiny goal each day that you're just going to do, whether it's figuring out how to, to get uh, something you've never done before. Maybe you didn't take care of the car before. Now you got to take care of the car. So you're going to call somebody and you're going to do that small thing. Or maybe it's just, I'm going to clean out my kitchen. It seems like I'm going to start with these drawers. And when you start to see your life falling into order, when you start to see that you made it through that little task that you never did before, that becomes little building blocks. And you're stepping onto the next block every time, and you're becoming more and more accomplished. And you're going to see your confidence building. You're going to see the excitement of looking forward to the next thing building because you know you can do it. It isn't just this mountain. It's looking forward and saying, I'm going to take these in little tiny surprising steps, and I'm going to learn what I'm capable of. And you are capable of so much. Don't underestimate yourself. Talk nicely to yourself and open yourself up to try something new. 
because that's how we grow and that's how we get into that new, better version of ourselves. And certainly that's what we want to show if we have kids. That's what we want to show them. So they take those lessons forward when they have to face something um, current or later on in life. They're going to be really proud they have the parent they have who faced these things and kept moving forward. So I just say take it in little steps and look back and be proud and celebrate each step you took. Now, did your fresh start surprise you in any way? Is there anything during that time that surprised you that you weren't anticipating? I can't, I really had no um, example in my family. You know, I didn't have someone else that had kind of gone through this before. So I was breaking new ground. And I think I'm very surprised that I was just willing to, to give a go at it. Whatever it was that, you know, if it was a job, if it was joining a dance group, if it was joining a support group, you know, I was open to it. I didn't hide away, and I'm glad I didn't. And I have a brother who said to me, I'm so glad you didn't get bitter. And I think we can go into a fresh start with a positive attitude, don't you? Absolutely. I think we can say, hey, this is behind me now. This is behind me, and I want to be the person, not just the person I used to be, but I want to be something, something new. I want to be something exciting again when the life and world was exciting because it's still out there. So I think that was a surprising thing that I embraced a bunch of new things and I liked it. I love that. I wasn't scared about it. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I think when you get something, go through something so challenging and exhausting, like a divorce, you just have so much more courage afterwards. Was that your yeah. experience too? You just, you realize I just got through something yeah. so incredibly challenging, difficult, exhausting, I'm just, I'm mm-hmm. not going to let anything hold me back. This is my, yeah, my new chapter. Freedom. I'm going to go for it. You're freer, aren't you? Much more free. You know, you, your mind is freer because you're not limiting yourself anymore. You made it through this. You're going to make it through the rest and you're going to find Absolutely. exciting times are ahead. Yeah. And they are, they are. My next guests, Paul and Stacy, shared some lighthearted moments during their fresh starts. Between memorable first dates, breezy road trips, and learning a new badass skill, these two know how to play. Seriously, I was taking notes, and it was so fun to laugh out loud with them. Their fresh starts after divorce were also a time of reconnecting with community, family, and most importantly, with self. So Paul, if you were to encourage someone who was just entering his fresh start, what would you want him to think about or consider or do based on your own experience? To take his time through it. Um, there's no expiry. You don't need some, you don't need to be up under somebody to get over somebody. Um, that's not what you need. Take a inventory of what happened. Take an inventory of what you contributed to what happened. Um, Every relationship, every human relationship will have ups and downs and every human relationship will have terrible things and wonderful things. And if you take ownership of the terrible things, you'll have less terrible things within your personality profile, which would automatically make you a better person. And then enjoy every second of your journey. Enjoy it thoroughly, deeply, drink heavy of it. You know, this is your journey. Um, Consider it as a freedom launch. 
you know, you've launched into your freedom. So love it. And then most importantly, go through whatever emotions that come with it. If you are weepy as a result of it, go ahead and do it. If you are not, then that's cool too. Um, but embrace all that comes with that. Um, embrace it because it'll make you better. It'll make you stronger. You'll be a better man because of it. I did things that I probably normally wouldn't have. You know, I drove, uh, I rode motorcycles through the Mojave Desert in Las Vegas. I um, did cross-country drives. I don't know if I'll ever do another cross-country drive. Road trips aren't for me. But, um, you know, I traveled to places that I that delighted me all I've visited all six continents um six uh, there's six continents that are inhabitable I should say um I be, uh, the one thing I fell in love with was my community I saw the beauty of my community the love the exotic culture the great food of my own community and you know, I embraced my own community even more because from there I was able to find who I was, find who I am. Um, those are some really playful, delightful things, um, giving back to those less fortunate, to those that, you know, could use a helping hand, that type of thing, without judgment of what I'm doing throughout my day or how I'm doing it in my day. You know, those types of things are, what I consider to be playful, delightful, and that type of thing. So during that fresh start, how did time look differently for you? Did time change how you saw time and how you spent your time? It did. Time did change on how I looked at it for myself. The, the biggest change was the fact that I was focused on my happiness. Um, I was focused on the things that made me happy, focused on the things that made me smile internally. Um focused on the things that built me up as a human, as a man, as someone as you know, connected to his community. Um, it made me feel great. Um, focus on things that made me feel great, made strengthened me so that I could be strong for others. Um, and then also it gave me time to reflect on the, on the reasons why I contributed to my own traumas and the traumas of others. Stacy, I want to hear about an adventure you went on during your fresh start. My first adventure, because I've had a few, was deciding to snowboard. And that came about as my youngest liked to ski, and I was looking for a winter activity instead of getting cabin fever to get out and enjoy uh, our winter. So I decided to take snowboarding lessons with um, most of the people were at least 20 years younger than I was <laughs> with better, <laughs> knee, with better knees, but Hey, <laughs> with, with better knees, they were impressed but, by you. I'm sure. Right. Right. Um, I had a great instructor and, uh, I decided to take snowboarding lessons and continue to snowboard and expand those skills and, uh, bought a snowboard last year. Um, unfortunately I wasn't able to get as much time on the slopes as I wanted, but that exciting and freeing. I want a great feeling. metaphor, you know, to, to, to allow yourself to have that type of physical freedom 
It's a great metaphor, I think, for a fresh start because it is such a freeing time. You're right. It is. And it's a time of learning. A fresh start is a time of learning. Yes. And snowboarding is a time of learning. (laughs) Learning how to fall gracefully and uh, learning how to get back up. Another great metaphor. Mm -hmm. Right, right. As people are witnessing this on the on the uh, uh, ski lift. Oh, that's great. And that's just fine. That's, that's just, just fine, fine because I you I laugh it off. I think, hey, laugh it yeah, off. Yeah, I think, right? hey, I'm 45 starting out here. Let's see where you're at. 45 right. trying something new. Right, right. Oh, that's so great. <laughs> I love it. Oh, that's so great. I'm not going to try it though, Stacy. But I'm going to just live vicariously through you. Good for you. I love it. You can. We'll have to get together and figure out what new adventure we'll go on. Okay. Okay, not snowboarding, but yes, I would like that very much. I think fresh <laughs> starts. Right. Hey, I do that. Fresh starts are all about adventure. I mean, oh, I yes. I think it's such an opportune time to just try new things. It's a fresh start. You are an adventuresome person. Clearly, you've had a funny moment or two during your fresh start. Can you share one of those with us? Yes, I can share funny uh, fresh starts as it pertains to dating. Oh, fantastic. Uh, We're all in. We're all listening here. (laughs) Leaning in. (laughs) One thing I learned, I had, I had uh, been dating and I I don't know if you found this, Fady, that when you first are talking to some some people, sometimes you right away talk about the reason you're there and you end up talking about the divorce. And I, I had just been on a date earlier that week and I was frustrated because that's not really what I really wanted to talk about. Right. And I'm I'm on the same page there. Take a note, right. gentlemen. Take a note. Let's, write that let's down. Let's not talk about this. And and I find myself too when people ask because it, in a sense it's natural. But I had this date and and he was there first and I walk in the door and and I find his table and I I walk up and I was feeling confident because really what do I have to lose? It's a moment the with someone I can learn low, about, aren't they? The stakes are low, absolutely. Which is a, which well, is really, very freeing. Right, right. Obviously, as a woman, you want to be smart in dating. Oh, but of course. Be of smart course. and then take that opportunity. So this particular date, I was feeling very confident and I knew right away. Then this is what I said. I sat down and I said, hi, it's so good to meet you. I took a deep breath and I said, say, I have one rule tonight. We are not going to talk about our past marriage or divorce and the path that led us here. I really don't want to hear about it. I would rather listen to you and learn about you tonight. And that was a couple of years ago. That was one of the best dates I've been on. I got to learn about him. Um, even though I am dating, or I'm sorry, I am in dance. I talk with my hands and I can be very clumsy. Sure, and sure. I happen to I happen to knock over my glass of wine, but I caught it midair. Look at and your coordination over that. there. I know. Look at you. The waiter saw that. I love it. He said, wow. The waiter comes and brings another glass. He said, that was amazing. And my date looked at me and said, I have never seen someone spill a glass of wine so gracefully. <laughs> and I laughed. That's I so laughed great. And I, said, I love the visual. I said, <laughs> I laughed and I said, thanks. I've had a lot of practice. <laughs> oh, and I love that. Were, we sat there, I think, for over three, maybe four hours. Wow. And he said, I have to tell you, it was so nice when you sat down and said, I just want to learn about you. I know during my fresh start, I had 
the luxury of having a lot of emotional support. I always had a listening ear if I needed one. And for those who know me, talking about my feelings is never a challenge. For men, if I may generalize, it's not always easy to discuss feelings or vulnerabilities. My guests, Terrence and Steve, had some words of wisdom for men who seek more support during this time of transition. Both of these guys also admitted that their views on relationships look very different now than when they were married. They also want the fellas to know that even though this may be a challenging time, things will all work out. So Terrence, how would you say your fresh start reframed how you look at relationships with women or in or marriage? My fresh start reframe, reframed how I look at relationships and or marriage in such a way where I realize that I need to take it slow. I have to take it slow. I have to pace myself. Otherwise, you're going to get scooped up in the charm and the, the, the fantasy of love. Because the thing about love is that it puts you in such a place where your mind is and your soul, you're in paradise. But what happens is there becomes a real moment where things get real <laughs> because everyone has flaws and you don't see those flaws a lot of times until it's too late and you're in too deep. And then once you see those flaws, now you have to decide, are you going to accept those flaws? You know what I'm saying? And so what it did for me, it, it made me aware of the fact that when that those flaws are going to come up at a certain point and you probably want to wait until they come up before you go too far <laughs> so um, if that makes sense if a friend of mine came to me after after their fresh start after a divorce and wanted some empathy and advice i would tell them you know it's okay you know i think that's that's kind of what people need to hear sometimes is that it's okay it's not the end of the world and there's a future of possibilities that you should focus on because that's what's going to get you through because you know you spend too much time sometimes we spend so much time looking back and focusing on what was or what could have been and that affects our present moment and our future. And so, so yeah, I would, I would tell them it's okay. You know, I, you know, you, it happens, you know, the statistics are there, it happens. Focus on the future and the possibilities of what can be. You use the word possibilities several times in that answer. So I'm curious if you had a word or you have a word that describes your fresh start experience, what would that word be for you? The word that describes my fresh start experience would be <laughs> renewed, renewed or reborn. I was 
I was a new man and I I would I would put it in those words. Steve, what did your fresh start feel like for you? Would have to say relief. And going away after it's all said and done, relief would be the fresh the word I'd use to describe the feeling of of my fresh start. And also probably be a little bit more cautious or or I had a finer tune of what I was looking for if I wanted to have another relationship. Uh, so you had, clar- you had more clarity around. Yeah, yeah, more clarity. It just, I had red flags before I got married. I just really didn't pay attention to them. But I think that they say your gut instinct is... You, you wouldn't is, be the first, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah, I think a few people yeah. have had those red flags, but yes. So you had a clarity but, more yeah, of what you're looking for. Yes, and and then realize it too. You know, it's, it's if you want to have another relationship too, it's just there'll be probably other issues or problems that you didn't have with, the, with your your relationship that didn't work. But you know, you just got to work through it and compromise, and, and you learn a lot more how to deal with things and realize that some problems aren't really that big big of a deal you don't have to worry about them but other things you know it's well there's maybe a way to resolve them but just be more cautious the second time around if that's what you what your plans are and, and uh as you get older you um you'll, you'll be wiser older and wiser <laughs> indeed <laughs> Steve, what was your relationship like with yourself during your fresh start? Do you feel that you got to know yourself a lot better during that time? Yeah. Yeah, I think most people probably do. You know, you just, yeah, you, you learn. I mean, it's, it's a humbling experience to have, have to go through it. Um, <laughs> I can't think of anybody that, that would look forward to going through a, a, <laughs> a divorce. But, you know, it's you, you, you learn and you end up um, being a better person. Things will work out. There is nothing quite as powerful as speaking the truth or owning your truth. And my guests, Krista and Woody, understand that. Both women openly shared how their fresh starts got them back to living an authentic life again and even feeling pregnant with possibility. It was also a season to try a new way of parenting and communicating with their kids that led to closer relationships and greater self-confidence. Prior to my divorce, I I really felt like I was living a lie. I was presenting this image to the rest of the world that my life was great and happy and perfect, but internally, I really wasn't feeling those things. Uh, I wasn't the person that I was created to be. I wasn't living an authentic life. And I was pretty bitter and unhappy. So, you know, for me, my fresh start was really an opportunity to rediscover my authentic self. So, you know, one of the quotes that I I have is Eleanor Roosevelt, and she says, it's better to light a candle than curse the darkness. So, you know, I really needed to reignite that light inside of me and feel joy again, Mm, Um, feel happiness, feel, yeah, 
all of those things. And so for my New Year's resolution that year was to sing and dance. Fantastic. Um, more. <laughs> right. That's great. Um, yeah. And so I signed up for salsa lessons. Oh, that's and, um, and they were fun. They were really fun. I, and, I, you know, and I attended several these fancy sing-alongs at the Dubliner Bar. Oh, that's, um, oh, that and, sounds and, like a playful, <laughs> lighthearted, not take ourselves too seriously opportunity. Yep, and dragged some good friends with me to participate in that. You know, and so really putting myself in in positions where I was doing things that really would bring me some joy. I did some volunteering. I participated in some leadership training at work, really, again, just to really just to focus on myself and building up the parts of me that I wanted to experience again, really to start feeling those things, feeling kindness, feeling gratitude, feeling leadership. And I surrounded myself with good friends, you know, people who could offer me support and compassion. And I was really intentional about reconnecting with myself, my authentic self. I did learn a lot about myself during that time and still am. You know, I think life is about continuing to grow and continuing to learn. And I think I touched on some of this before too, but just really one of the things that I really had a deep awareness about during this time was that I was accountable um, Mm -hmm. to me. I was accountable for my actions, my feelings, my productivity, my decisions. Um, I was accountable for who... I wanted to be and whether or not I was going to be that person or not, you know, so, so that I think for me was one of the things that I really learned and it was, you know, it was empowering, you you know, you asked a question too about, you know, just being empowered and, and I think that when you own that, when you own that and truly own it and really think about what it means, it, it gives you a great deal of motivation sure to make changes that make you a better person i i think for me when i when i think about other people entering this phase of their life their fresh start i would encourage people really to be kind to themselves really to offer themselves some grace and and forgiveness and take time for themselves and really take time to heal and i think i would also encourage people again, to just really think about who they want to be and how they want to live and then do it. And all you of know, that possibility. That, yes. Yes, exactly. Do it. Be that person. Be happy. Yes. Be generous. Oh, be, be happy. Be Let's say that again. Yes. Be happy. Be happy. Be happy. <laughs> yes. Yes. Be, be, you know, creative. Be active. Mm. Be loving. You know, all of these things that, you know, and then not to have any guilt around it. You know, I think that sometimes too people still feel like, you know, they can't they can't be happy. They can't, you know, and it's like don't don't let anything be a barrier to that. You know, and really take intentional steps to be the person that you were meant to be. You know, we were created to be wholehearted people and, you know, to live that life that you were meant to live. So I think that's what I would tell people. So Woody, when you look back at that time in your life, at your fresh start, what do you remember the most? Is there a specific moment or just an overall feeling? So the thing I remember the most about my fresh start is 
going out and traveling as a single woman and just even walking through the airport, the feeling of freedom. I can't even describe to you how sublime it was to have made this decision in my life for me, for my child, for the people that are close to me. And it just felt, I, I, the two words that come to my mind are sublime and freedom. And I think that it comes together when I'm traveling because I love traveling. So I feel like I'm just uber present when I'm out in the world and um, putting the, the fresh start and the travel together for me was just something that I'll never forget. It just it was a level of confidence and, and um, freedom that was just amazing. Would you say that your fresh start caused you to parent differently or are you still parenting how you were when you were married? Oh, I love that question. So my fresh start, you know, did my fresh start change my parenting? Um, I think it changed it completely. And I'll be specific. It changed the relationship that I have with my child completely. And um, around the time, my daughter was eight years old when my former husband and I divorced. And up until she was very connected with him from the moment she was born to this day, they are connected and it's a beautiful connection. And it makes me happy inside when I think about it, because that's a gift that you can't, that's a gift from the universe that she has this connection with her dad. And what happened was because he and I weren't happy, she would observe how he treated me. And I think that although none of this was conscious, um, I think she started treating me a little bit of the way that he treated me, even though, again, I don't think any of it was conscious. Um, she just would, she would ignore me. She would um, treat me like I was her servant, you know, there were, and every single time I tried to parent her out of it, I would come up against a wall and come up against a wall. And then he would come in and he would try to talk to her and have her not treat me poorly. So it was a really interesting dynamic of he and I coming together as parents, trying to parent this child who was really angry with me. So then I left and our lives completely changed. And it's like, I can't tell you it morphed. Our, hers and my relationship completely morphed. And I had to remind her again and again and again and again that she has to think about the way that she treats me and that this is how we treat, uh, this is how we treat people that we love. And it has changed. It's done a 180. I mean, she absolutely is not disrespectful anymore. We laugh together. Um, we've bonded on a level that I never expected possible. So I guess the short answer to your question is, I got more serious about parenting her and I had to do it on my own. So that was a really positive shift for us, for our relationship. And she's still connected with her dad, which I love. I'll add one more thing to it because I think that I allowed, and it took baby steps, but I allowed this um, atmosphere or environment of safety. And I would tell her again and again, if she was upset or angry with me or whatever, and I would just, with no, you know, with really calm energy, I would say to her, you can say whatever you need to say, however you're feeling is okay. And um, that atmosphere of safety, I think, really meant a lot to our relationship. If I were to say to someone that just 
going through a fresh start, I would say to them, remember, in fact, you could take pen and paper and write down all the reasons why you'd make the choice that you made. And, and, and I won't be naive. I know that sometimes this choice wasn't made. You didn't make the choice. Um, but there's truth in separation. And to find that truth, whether it was your choice or someone else's choice for you, but to find the truth in the mer- in, in the, the decision and get peaceful with, that's not really the right one, way I want to say it, is, is to find your strength within that truth. And no, I think that I'm probably not alone when I say that going through a divorce is never easy, but you always come out on the other side and you always end up having a story at the end. And I don't know a person that isn't stronger um, through the process that, you know, as they get through the process than they were in the beginning. So I would say you're going to have a lot of lessons and you're going to get through it. And you have a lot of people in your life that love you. And it's going to be okay. I love candid heart-to-heart chats with men. They make me smile. I smiled a lot when I talked with my final guests, Sedgwick and Carrie. These two guys are passionate about their fresh starts after divorce. Our chats were lively. And I learned some new things. Like guys really do self-care. They just don't call it self-care. You'll see. I left our conversations feeling inspired, joyful, empowered, and playful. I was also reminded that self-love just feels so good. This is going to be very feminine of me to say, Sedgwick, but I think self-care during your fresh start is so critical. And I I don't know Mm -hmm. if in the world of of the guys with your bros, if you talk about (laughs) self-care, like we ladies do. You're so shocked, I'm sure. But, um, you know, to the, to the men out there, self-care is in gentlemen. Yeah, I think, I think it's just made like, it's not, it's just the labeling of it. That's all. Like, I feel like, you know, for women, it's more intentional. It's more deliberate, right? Like, like there are certain things that are just like synonymous with self-care when it comes to, um, to women, right? Whereas, like, self-care for dudes is, like, you know, like, like getting together with your boys and, like, you know, watching football or, like, going out for drinks or, like, you know, like, like those type of things. Things that you do normally to, like, get away and, like, detox or, like, you know, um, that you do. But, but, it, but it's totally like, oh, man, I want to be around my friends or, you know, I want to do this, you know, do those things. Now, we might not call it self-care. But actually, that's what it is, you know. Right. Um, well, it's connection. Where I feel You're like, connecting like, with like, others. Yeah, exactly. 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 I think I think that, you know, calling it self-care is more taboo on, on, on the male side. Like, you know, <laughs> you're not going to be like. So what's another word? What's another like, word you gentlemen can use? What's, not, a, what's not, a code word for self-care? I don't even know. Wink, I don't wink. even know if it's a, I don't even know. <laughs> not even a code word, right? It's just like, like, man, let's get together. Like, man, we should get together and we should do this. You know what I'm saying? Or, you know, we should hang out or want to play cards or gamble or, you know, like, you know, play basketball or watch football, you know. It's it's almost like you, it's almost like you're doing it and you're soliciting 
you're soliciting that environment from people that you trust and that you have fun with. And they may not even know or understand that the reason why you're um, involving yourself in these things or that you're seeking it or you're throwing it out there for it to be done, right? It's, it's almost like the silence that accompanies me, that accompanies male, that accompany males, that accompanies men. You know, a lot, a lot of things we just don't speak about, right? Mm-hmm. We just don't verbalize it, but it doesn't mean that we aren't seeking or encounter those very same experiences. They're just taboo. They're taboo. They're not considered, you know, like macho. They're things that, that we don't talk about, right? But doesn't mean like that those experiences aren't important to us right? and that we don't value them, you know? So what would you say to, to gentlemen out there going, going through a divorce or who have gone, you know, gotten through their divorce and they're in their fresh start phase, how would you encourage them to, to do self-care without calling it self-care? Because guys don't talk about self-care like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I would say like, you know, just think about the things that, um, that you enjoy and who you enjoy doing them with, right? Um, and get back to that, create a, create a, create an environment for those to take place. Right. Um, it's not something that you, that you have to necessarily speak about. Although I think that verbalizing that is a, is a healing process and it's important, but again, you don't need to be free and willy nilly about that. If you, if you just prefer to talk to a confidant or even, or even a counselor or, you know, Whatever that is, what whatever it is that you need, I would say that you definitely should seek that out. And there are avenues and there are ways for that to happen without you feeling like, you know, you're being less than manly or something like that, you know. Um, so that's that's the biggest thing that I would that I would want to project. It's like don't let that stop you from from seeking the the um, and um. You know, we're on a podcast and I'm doing the um, the quotations here, the self-care <laughs> that you that you need, that you need to get, you know. Yeah, don't let the feminine word self-care get in your way. Go find it anyway. <laughs> go do it anyway, go. gentlemen. You don't have to call it. You're worth it. You, know, just... you just went through a divorce. Do your self-care. Love yourself. Love yourself, gentlemen. There you go. Yep. Cedric, you're always so inspiring to talk to. Did you find, you are, did you find your, I'll take that. You are, you're very positive. You radiate positivity. Did you find your fresh start experience to be inspiring? Did it inspire you or is it still inspiring you? I would say that, you know, um, it's inspiring. It's inspiring for me and I hope that it's inspiring for others because I don't think it's easy to do or accomplish. Right. I think that, um, you know, especially if, 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 if you're unhappy and you're really the one that's pushing for the fresh start, right. It's a very difficult, um, decision to make and get to and be okay, you know, making it right. So for me personally, I applaud anybody that has the strength and the courage to make that decision and to live, you know, 
and that newfound joy and happiness or whatever their fresh start brings, you know, for them and to them, you know? Um, so that's, so that's the inspiring part, right? For, for someone even, even like you who are, you know, like in their fresh start, like, you know what, I want to, I want to create a platform or provide a platform for other people who are, you know, experiencing the same thing, right? Like, let's come together. Let me give them an outlet or a resource. Like, that's inspiring, you know? So I find inspiration in others, but I also draw from my own experience in terms of, you know, what it took to get, what it took to get to this point, because it's not easy to make that decision. For, for everybody, it's only a decision away, you know, but it takes so much to be able to make that decision. And for people that, you know, muster up the strength and find that within them to, to actually do that, despite all the things that they're facing. Wow. You know, I think that should be applauded. So I've talked to a lot of men and women, like I have shared earlier about their fresh start and women have a specific theme and that is empowerment. I think a lot of women in society aren't given as much power as men um, to a degree. And I know that mm -hmm. there's variations to that, obviously, but as a man, do you feel that your fresh start was an empowering time for you? Um, it, I, I believe it was an empowering time that um, I was able to accomplish. I was able to accomplish a, a lot of, a lot of goals. Like for example, just um, buying a house. And this was the first time I had bought a house totally um, solo. And obviously there was some, um, some negative, there was some negative events from the divorce. Um, things such as, you know, you're not going to make it out here on your own. You wouldn't be where you are if it wasn't for me. And sometimes when you spend that much time with a person, you know, and you hear that, you know, sometimes you question if that's true or not. Well, I was able to, I was able to um, accomplish buying a house. One day I was just actually just sitting on the couch and I said, you know what, instead of paying all this high rent, I want to buy a house. And there's some obstacles I had to go um go through as far as like um student loan debt debt to income ratio and things like that. But from that time that I had thought about it, I was able to um buy my house and be living in it within one year because I could do it solely by my own decision making. I had nothing else to consider. So I could have did I did it the way I wanted to. So I was able to hit the ground running, focus on it, got it done. And those are like accomplishments, you know, um, very similar to where if I want to be able to do something, it, it was like I was just able to accomplish it because I didn't have that second half. It's kind of sad because overall you want to be able to share your life with somebody, but um, you know that sometimes getting um, faster to your goals um, may require you to be single and then go meet this um, meet this individual. So. I mainly just focus on, okay, I'm going to get all of these things done and out the way and then make myself more available as far as maybe possibly looking into getting into something a lot more serious. Yeah? I just want to make sure I have all of the elements in my life kind of covered so I'll be able to come to the table, you know, basically situated and not based on a materialistic thing, but just being situated, which just makes things a little bit easier. I think that that's a male energy. <laughs> yes. 
Yeah. Men like have to check a list and flip a switch. Women aren't like that so much, Carrie. But it's all good, you yeah. know. We're different yeah, for good I, reasons, I, yeah. right? We're mismatched oh, for reasons, right? Carrie, <laughs> 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 yeah. what did your fresh start feel like for you? What was the feeling? I felt like I was able to to fall in love with myself. So um, what's the feeling? Had, what's the feeling? The feeling was um the feeling was more of a like it, it, it was it was just joyful, it was carefree, it was um it was having um it was having a newfound sense of of energy of being able to to finally meet the world. It was um it was it was this it was a loving experience of being able to meet myself, if that makes any sense. Um and this again, this person now um that I've gotten to know um compared to four but compared to four years ago is a, a person that I'm glad I finally had the opportunity to meet at this stage and at this time um in my life it felt relax it, it felt relaxing it felt i could breathe it felt i could do almost do anything that i wanted to finally do but again being able to relax and being able to breathe that was the feeling that i've been able to get kind of like when you when you go to denver and you can tell the air is thinner because i've been to denver and you can tell the breathing is a little bit more different than when I come back home here to Minneapolis. I'm able to just take that real good breath, fresh air, fresh air. And that's what that felt like and being set free. Wonderful. Thank you for joining us today on the pilot episode of Sadie's Divorced and Happy. Please be sure to follow, subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. You can also follow Sadie's Divorced and Happy Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. And be sure to visit us at divorcedandhappy.net. I want to thank my brave and beautiful guests for their playful and powerful fresh start stories. I hope while listening today, you were able to hear a voice that reminded you of your own fresh start experience after your divorce or you found encouragement or comfort from what my guests shared. Perhaps you're even ready to have your own badass adventure, or just stare out the window while you eat an orange. Maybe you're just starting your divorce process, and if that's the case, listen to this episode again, especially when you need a boost, and know that your fresh start is just waiting for you. I hope you all feel pregnant with possibility and are enjoying every happy moment, big or small, on your fresh start. I'm your host, Sadie Marie, and I cannot wait to connect with you on the next podcast episode. Until then, you take good care.